Hi there, my name is Alex Faust, and you're listening to Conversations at the Edge. Each week, we meet with the top business thought leader to learn what they think we should be prioritizing to build better businesses, positively impact our communities, and scale up. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, depending on what part of the world you're joining us from. I'm Alex Faust, host of Conversations at the Edge, and uh, very happy to have you here. I'm joined by Nir Ayal, and we're going to have a great conversation today. Let me do just a brief introduction of Nir in case you don't already know about him. He's a writer, consultant, and teacher about the intersection of psychology, technology, and business. He co-founded and sold two tech companies since 2003 and was dubbed by MIT Technology Review as the habit-forming technology. He's the author of two best-selling books, Hooked, How to, be, uh, How to Build Habit-Forming Products, and Indistractable, How to Control Your Attention and Choose Your Life, which is the book and the online course that we're going to be going into deeper uh, today. So I want to jump right in, not waste any time. Um, your book is called Indistractable. Can you tell the Edge community, what does that mean? Sure. So becoming indistractable is about being the kind of person who is as honest with themselves as they are with other people. Uh, I wrote this book because I needed it. Uh, I've never been someone who has a lot of self-control and self-discipline. In fact, just saying those words kind of makes the hair on my neck stand up because uh, for years that was associated with, for me, uh, with my problem with with my weight. Uh, I used to be clinically obese and I would constantly struggle with food and I felt like food controlled me. And then uh, over the past few years, I felt like it was distraction that was controlling me. And more specifically, our technologies between email and Slack and Facebook and what's happening in the news and Twitter, I felt it was very difficult to stay focused on what I thought was important in my life. And um, in fact, I'll, I'll relay a quick story. I, I, the, the, the turning point for me with my relationship with distraction came when I was with my daughter one afternoon and we had a beautiful day planned and we had this book of activities that daddies and daughters could play together. And one of the activities in the book was to ask each other this question. If you could have any superpower, what superpower would you want? And I remember the question verbatim but I can't tell you my daughter's answer because in that moment, I thought it was a good time to just check my phone real quick. I just had this one thing I needed to do real quick. And by the time I looked up from my device, my daughter was gone. She left the room because she was getting the message that whatever was on my phone was more important than she was. And that's when I decided that I need to make a change because if I'm really honest with you, it didn't just happen that once and it didn't just happen with my daughter. It would happen when I was, uh, I would go to work and I would say, oh, I've got that big project I need to work on today. And yet 20, 30, 40 minutes later, I was still emailing. I was still on a Slack channel. I was still doing something that was anything but the thing I said I was going to do, my top priority. It would happen when I would tell myself, I'm definitely going to eat right. I'm definitely going to exercise. And then somehow even knowing what to do, I wouldn't do it. And so that's why I decided that if I could have any superpower, it would be the power to be indistractable. You know, so many of us, we look for very specific skills. Oh, I wish I had the skill to make, you know, more successful sales calls, or I wish I had the skill of being a healthier person, or I wish I had this skill or that skill. And what people don't realize is that the macro skill, the most important skill of the century is going to be your ability to sustain attention because it is through the, sustain, uh, the sustainment of attention 
that we control our life. There is no facet of your life, your physical health, your mental health, your, uh, your relationships, your work, everything depends on your ability to follow through. So if we could just follow through on the things that we say are important to us, how different would our life be? How amazing would our life be if we simply did the things we know we need to do? Yeah, that's super important and, and very uh, timely. So I uh, look forward to, to digging more into how to become indistractable. And you, know, you mentioned technology, and I feel like there's a lot of blame on technology for being the reason of our distractions. But I think you know, it could be seen as a two-way street. Some, I know for myself, you know, I use technology to actually stay focused sometimes. Um, so what's your perception on like the role that technology plays? Is it to blame? Is it not to blame? Yeah, yeah. So let's, before I dive into that, uh, it's important to understand what is distraction really? How do I didn't, I, when I started this five-year journey of research and writing this book, uh, I didn't quite appreciate what is really distraction. What do we mean when we use that term? So the best way to understand what distraction is, is to understand what distraction is not. So the opposite of distraction, if you ask most people, what is the opposite of distraction? They'll tell you it's focus, but that's not exactly true. The opposite of distraction is not focus. The opposite of distraction is traction. That if you look at the origin of both words, they come from the same Latin root, trahare, which means to pull. And so traction, by definition, is any action. You notice that both traction and distraction end in the same six letters, A-C-T-I-O-N, that spells action. So traction is any action that pulls you towards what you say you're going to do, things that you do with intent, things that move you closer to your values and help you become the person you want to become. Now, the opposite of traction is distraction. Distraction is any action that pulls you away from what you plan to do, anything that you are not doing with intent, anything that moves you away from your values and further away from becoming the person you want to become. Yeah, so that's so there's there's four parts to becoming indistractable. So now that we have traction and we have distraction, that's very important because the only way to know what is distraction is to know what you got distracted from. So it's very important that we understand what did we plan to do with our time? You know, we hear people complaining about how distracting the world is and how they don't seem to get enough done and how uh, their boss wants this and their kids want that. And did you see what happened in the news? But when you look at their calendar, it's blank, <laughs> right? So you can't call something a distraction unless you know what it distracted you from. But that's not the whole story. You see, this is really the, the, the really important part of the book is where I talk about the different kinds of triggers. Okay, so now I've set up a, a, a model here. We've got traction, we've got distraction. Now there are two types of triggers. Triggers are calls to action. They tell you what to do next. And we have what we call external triggers. External triggers are all the pings, the dings, the rings, anything in your outside environment that can lead you towards traction, something you intend to do, or distraction, right? So those are the in. Uh, so those are the external triggers. So they prompt us to traction or distraction. Now we have also what we call the internal triggers, and it turns out the leading cause of distraction. It's not the pings and dings. It's not your cell phone. It's not Facebook. It's not email. The leading cause of distraction is nothing that happens outside of us. The leading cause of distraction is what is happening inside of us. This is probably the most important insight of the book and what so many people don't understand about distraction is that distraction and procrastination is not a character flaw. 
Uh, most likely there's nothing deficient. There's nothing broken about you. You know, we love to medicalize this and say everybody has some kind of condition. Well, very, very few people actually do. It's the fact is that distraction procrastination is not some kind of failing. It is simply an inability to deal with discomfort in a healthier manner. So internal triggers are uncomfortable emotional states that we seek to escape from. So this is loneliness, boredom, fatigue, uncertainty, anxiety, stress. What you do when you experience these emotions will decide whether you escape those things with unhealthy acts of distraction or whether you harness that discomfort to make you better, to propel you forward, to use it like rocket fuel as traction towards what you say you want to do with your time and with your life. And so the most important lesson of the book is to understand that it doesn't matter what life hacks and tips and tricks and guru's advice you're listening to. If you don't understand this cardinal rule that time management is pain management, let me say that again, time management is pain management. It all comes down to how do we, how do we utilize, what do we do when we feel emotional discomfort, okay? Procrastination distraction is an emotion regulation problem, but we can learn to overcome those things. But if we just look at all the life hacks and all the tips and tricks, we never get to the root cause. If we just blame technology, we're just blaming the proximate cause, not the root cause. So that is step number one, is to master the internal triggers. That's what we have to do first and foremost. The next step is to make time for traction. That's step number two. Step number three is to hack back the external triggers. And finally, step number four is to prevent distraction with pacts. And so this is the last line of defense. This is the firewall to prevent distraction. So that's it. That's the four-part strategy to becoming indistractable. So that's the strategy. Now, underneath the strategy is the tactics, right? Strategy or tactics are what we do. Strategy is why we do it. The most important thing that I can leave with you as, you're, as we're uh, you know, having this conversation is this four-part model. Traction, distraction, external triggers, and internal triggers. And now we just work our way around those four points to become indistractable. Thanks for listening to Conversations at the Edge. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please share it with a friend or a teammate who you think would benefit from what we covered. In addition, you can find us on LinkedIn to get all of the updates, or if you'd like to hear the full conversation, just visit growthinstitute.com forward slash the edge to learn how you can become a member as well. Thanks again, and see you next time.